welcome to the Domestic Fuel Cast, a podcast devoted to news and information about alternative fuels and energy. Produced and hosted by Zimcom New Media. Looking to the future of biodiesel, but the past is not quite done yet. I'm your host, John Davis. The trendy feedstock for biodiesel right now is algae. Some estimates say the green pond scum could yield 2,000 to 5,000 gallons of oil per acre, compared to just 61 gallons an acre for a more conventional feedstock such as soybeans. I think that people are starting to realize that uh, if any biofuel can be sustainable, it will be algae. Riggs Eckleberry, the CEO of Origin Oil, a company that develops technology to turn algae into oil that can be turned into biodiesel, was recently featured in an episode of PBS's Nova Science Now, talking about the potential of algae being made into biodiesel. He says there are two ways of growing algae, using open-air ponds on large tracts of land, especially good for remote areas, such as the desert southwest where land can be plentiful, and a closed-box model that uses an industrial approach in more populated areas, capturing the carbon dioxide from factories and power plants and feeding it to the algae. If you look at at, uh, adoption throughout the world, there are many entrepreneurs who don't have access to 20,000 acres of land. In fact, most of them don't. So if you're thinking about somebody who wants to just get get going in an urban area or whatever, then he's more he or she is more likely to, to create a, uh, an industrial system than a large agricultural system. Uh, the second big reason um, is even more important, which is that algae, in order to grow at high rates, needs large volumes of CO2, much more than what is in the air naturally. And so you've got... Um, you know, an efficiency issue. And we think that over time, the industrialized, industrialized approach will prove better suited to really scaling up to try and equal petroleum. I mean, petroleum uses, we use um, in this world a cubic mile of petroleum every year, and that's a vast amount to try and match. So we've got to do it through industrial means. And Eckleberry believes while soybeans were a good start as a feedstock for the biodiesel industry, they're not sustainable in the long term. The problem is, is that we have competing demands upon uh, land crops. Uh, first of all, there's obviously food for humans. There's also um, a, a tremendous rise in uh, demand for livestock feed as the world turns to a more uh, animal protein-based diet. Um, and... When you start throwing fuel into the equation, that's, that fuel, using um, crops for fuel, burns up a vast amount of those crops, and uh, it will you know, create constraints. In Brazil, we've seen that the um, growth of the uh, cane, the sugar cane uh, industry, to, to fuel their, their, their vehicles has resulted in depletion of, for example, Amazon rainforest. I'm surprised there's any left. I mean, it's ridiculous how much of it gets burned up in any typical year. But folks like the ones at the United Soybean Board might disagree with that contention, as they point out that soybeans provide an important feed for animals while also providing the feedstock for high-quality biodiesel, getting food and fuel out of the same bean. And the USB recently released a study that shows American farmers were able to pocket an extra $2.5 billion over the last four years because of the extra value biodiesel has added to their soybean crops. Leonard Kozar, CEO of Hero BX, formerly known as Lake Erie Biofuels, a biodiesel maker, tells domestic fuels Cindy Zimmerman 
not to forget that the biodiesel industry was built on soybeans. Soybean oil makes a terrific uh, biodiesel. We love, we love using it through our factory. It's a very efficient uh, feedstock for us. Uh, we see it as always being part of our mix. One of the great things about soybean oil is it, it runs extremely efficient, efficiently in the plant. Uh, we will always be buyers of soybean oil. Would you think you'd be where you are today were it not for the soybean checkoff and the soybean industry pushing the use of biodiesel? I think this industry has been built on soybean oil. Um, I think it has a role as a kind of a niche feedstock moving forward. But I think it's an example of why this industry needs to continue to be healthy and government policy needs to continue to help it be healthy because we're just evolving. You know, we're probably just 10% up the, up the, up the technology curve. Uh, soybean has been, been the feedstock that we've ridden. Uh, the other ones we're mixing and matching are filling in, and we're doing some unique things. But um, the next evolution is here. There's a, we see a second and third feedstock. But, yeah, absolutely. This industry was built on soybean oil. All good points, Eckleberry agrees, that soybeans have helped the biodiesel industry get to where it is today. But he still believes it will be algae that will take it to where it needs to be in the future. About a month ago, IBM, of course, announced a major uh, investment in algae. And they said at that time that it was a five to ten year timeline. And we agree with that. We think five to ten years is, is about right. And that we're going to... Um, for the first five years, we're really going to see algae systems being built um, that rely on uh, a mixed a blend of revenues that are not fuel, uh, because at this at this moment, the price of you know what you make out of algae production for fuel is it, not profitable yet. Um, however, there are what we call co-products, which are extremely valuable and which will fuel um, algae profits while the the, the, the cost of the fuel goes down, and of course, uh, probably petroleum continues to go up. I'm John Davis reporting. You've been listening to the Domestic Fuel Cast, the official podcast of DomesticFuel.com. Check out the website daily for the latest good news about the alternative energy industry.